0: Get a look at what's happening with your news. I'm John Ryan reporting. An accident Thursday morning in northwestern Adair County claimed the life of a 36-year-old man from neighboring Cass County. The Iowa State Patrol reports that Adam Scog of Atlantic died from his injuries When uh, the 2018 Chevy Cruze he was driving, for some reason, crossed the center line of northbound Highway 6 and was struck head-on by a southbound 2003 Peterbilt semi-tractor trailer. The accident happened around 9.19 a.m. near the Jesse James Historical Monument southwest of Adair. Scog died at the the scene. He was not wearing a seatbelt. The driver of the semi, 30-year-old Cody Hughes of Scranton, was not injured a fundraiser for the wall lake farm festival is taking place on new year's eve it's got a casino night catered meal and entertainment by dueling pianos wall lake farm festival board member Allie bangford says there's a couple of options for you to choose from $65 $65 a person, and you get casino night, and you get free money to play with there. You get a meal catered by the Lincoln Club, three drink tickets, 10 raffle tickets. Obviously, get dueling pianos as another form of entertainment. And we'll also have a champagne toast at midnight and can enjoy the rest of your night there. The second option for a ticket would be the $25 a person, and you get to come in later in the night. About 8 45 is what we're planning right now. And you can enjoy the Dueling Pianos. And again, proceeds from the Casino Night and Dueling Pianos on New Year's Eve go towards the Wall Lake Farm Festival. And you can find out more about that by visiting them on Facebook. With new online scams emerging almost daily, Iowans are being encouraged to use a little of their extra time during the holiday break to brush up on their computer security precautions. Consumer protection advocate Michael Domke says that you should consider using a password manager on your computer and phone instead of reusing old passwords. Humans are, you know, creatures of pattern. With so many different sites and places that you you go needing a password, it gets tough to remember all of them. Domkey says it's important to keep the passwords you use for your personal email account or cell phones as strong as possible and never use it for other apps or websites. One really good idea, he says, is to put your most important accounts, like your email, banking, and credit card accounts, behind two-factor authentication. There are apps and other devices that can help you do that, that make it a little bit stronger and help protect your information. That way, even if someone can work around your password, your information will stay safe and you can be alerted to update your password. He notes that even cursory knowledge about you could let people get past the basic security questions. Some of those that are generalized and asked nowadays, even close friends or family might be able to get some of those. So. Pick a question that isn't just easy for you to answer. Make it hard for somebody else to answer. Making a password strong may involve having it be at least eight characters long with some upper and lowercase letters, as well as numerals and symbols. And as we wrap up 2022, again, let's uh, talk about more of the top stories. Let's check back in with Nathan Cones for more.
1: Some stories we write might not create the most buzz or leave a significant impact, but there are always a few during the year that leave some sort of deep impression. Be it something that made us laugh or something I never really expected, it does always keep me on my toes. So let's go ahead and get into it at number five. On my list of top stories, there's no fancy way to say it, the deer went a little wild in Carroll this past May. Between May 15th and May 18th, there were at least three separate reports of deer running through businesses and leaping through windows in town. This included the Carroll Recreation Center, which caught the hooved intruder on camera. The deer lost its footing and fell before retreating back out the window, which it smashed through. Again, there were three separate cases last May, and then it kind of all just went away and hadn't heard of it happening uh, since then. Jumping into number four, a little bit less of a happy story, or funny story, I should say. After nearly 50 years in business, Uptown Sporting Goods and Carroll closed its doors over the summer. Owner Larry Greteman says they were not actually looking to close the iconic Carroll shop, but challenges in the supply chain and with manufacturers made it difficult to keep their doors open. This closure, and many others like it, serve as a constant reminder of the challenges faced by retailers in rural downtowns throughout Iowa, as well as the nation. Heading into number three, train lovers were absolutely thrilled in November when Union Pacific announced they'd be donating a handful of iconic train engines and cars to a restorative museum in Illinois. That transfer train was expected to pass through Carroll on November 17th. Unfortunately, though, issues with railroad staff availability resulted in a diversion to another line, so those iconic train cars and engines did not pass uh, through Carroll. Still, the interest in the story does show Carroll's connections in history as a originally a rail town heading into number 2 now the Kemper baseball team was wondering how they were going to be getting home after a July 12th uh, baseball game in Council Bluffs according to the Council Bluffs police department the team bus was taken on a brief joyride by a 42-year-old Jamar Lesha Hill fortunately that bus was returned but players were delayed in their return home after posting the win hill was charged with first degree theft a class C felony as well as driving while disqualified He served a total of 105 days in the Pottawatomie County Jail for that crime. And then my top story from the past year, three former Lake City officials were arrested for allegedly lying on documents to certify law enforcement officers in the police department. Previous city administrator, Eric Wood, and two former officers, Aaron Allspaw and Tony Snyder, were arrested in September after a lengthy investigation by the Sac County Sheriff's Office at the request of the Calhoun County Attorney. Authorities say the three men lied on forms for admission to the Iowa Law Enforcement Academy to obtain Snyder's and Allspaw's certifications. Wood and Snyder are scheduled for trial in March. All Spa has filed as guilty pleas, but is awaiting sentencing. And that will wrap up my top stories of twenty twenty-two. I'm Nathan Collins reporting, wishing you well during the holidays and a great twenty twenty-three. That's a look at what's happening with our
0: news here this morning, and we'll check the forecast for your New Year's holiday coming up. Are you